Brad and Glenda Pius. Thank you so much for sewing into Morning Drive Bible. Without your commitment and support, this initiative couldn't come to fruition. Good morning from Jerusalem. My name is David Negrutman. My name is Scott Kahn. And welcome to Morning Drive Bible. The Facebook posts are gaining such traction these days that people are hashtagging my co-host, the great Scott Kahn, as Mr. Hunk. How do you feel about this new fame of yours, Scott? It's not new. I've been hashtagged as Hunk for the majority of my life, ever since I was about seven years old. I think most of my friends would agree with that. So it actually doesn't mean very much to me. I'm used to it. In much the same way you've been hashtagged Mr. Holy Spirit, a man of prophecy, a man of fortune-telling, call it what you will. For you, it's no big deal because that's simply who you are. For me, being a hunk is just part of my personality. It's not something which I want to make a big deal about. I don't like to talk about it, but obviously it's true. We actually had to stop the paparazzi from taking pictures of Scott because that would not be good in this New York Yankee neighborhood of his suddenly get his face out there. Yeah, I got to keep a low profile. Got to keep a low profile. It's not easy, though, when you're as hunky as I am. Correct. I see that. So, Scott, as we transition into from hunkiness to God's spirit, which is a hard transition to make. Yeah, that doesn't really work very well. It doesn't really work well, and quite funny, I may add. Last time we left off with a cliffhanger. God creates the concepts in Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, darkness and water and God's spirit. These concepts come into the world for us then eventually in the following verse to experience God's light. And if you noticed, they're actually in the order of darkness, God's spirit, and then water. And that actually is very important. Why is that important, Scott? Because there's an ancient tradition that tells us that these phrases, darkness, God's spirit, water, are not literally speaking about the elements that we know in the earth. It's not literally speaking about matter. It's not even speaking about the idea of darkness or water or the Spirit of God. It's actually a metaphor for something even deeper. When we speak of darkness, according to this tradition, we are referring to God's hiddenness, darkness, that which covers up God. It's even called, according to some sources, a lamp radiating darkness. Usually we think of darkness as simply an absence. This is something which God intentionally placed. He is shining darkness in order to hide himself. And the reason why he's hiding himself, Scott, if I understand you correctly, is that he's going to give free choice eventually to humanity to acknowledge who he is or deny who he is. That's exactly what I mean. If man were able to see God in every context at every time, then there would be no role for man. Our job is to take God, remove that veil of hiddenness, and demonstrate him to the world, to show him off, so to speak, to demonstrate to everyone that he's actually present even when he appears to be absent, as you and I both discussed in our earlier episodes about the holiday of Purim and Megillat Esther. So God had to create the concept of absence of himself, or the perceived notion of there is absence of God, in order for free choice to enter into the world. That's number one. Number two is the concept of water. I know I'm skipping the Spirit of God. I'll come back to that momentarily. Water, according to this tradition, this metaphor, refers to God's giving. Think of water coming down a waterfall. The higher pool that's filled with water fills up the river below. The river had been an empty riverbed, a desert dry, and now it gets saturated with cool water. Water goes from the higher place down to the lower place. It symbolizes God's constant giving, almost, almost the opposite of what darkness is. It's a contradiction, Scott. Complete absence 
and complete fullness. Right, David, you have God's absolute hiddenness. If there were only darkness, we could never show God. We couldn't ever pierce that veil of darkness. On the other hand, if there were only the water, God's constant giving, God's constant presence, his constant making himself available, then there'd be no role for man. The problem, as you just correctly said, is that the two ideas are at absolute loggerheads. Which one will win? You have darkness and you have water, absence and presence, and in the middle you have the Spirit of God. How does that work into all of this? That's all the time we have, Scott. So I think we should pick up tomorrow morning. What do you think? Well, you know, I don't love these sleepless nights, but at least this time I'm doing the talking so I can sleep. I know what I'm going to say. <laughs> anyway, I am a completely absent person. There's no generosity in my podcasting whatsoever. Never, never any generosity. All right. I'm David Necrop. I am Scott Kahn. And blessings from Jerusalem.